Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We love to interact with all you guys. I feel snazzy. If you are only listening Woo-hoo. to this in podcast form, why don't you hop over to our YouTube because we dressed up for this yeah, one. Yeah, you should just, yeah, we watch snazzy. Fuck Spotify. Just listen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, listen to us on Spotify, but you should come check that YouTube video. I look like the dude from Jimmy Eat World right now. <laughs> I. Jimmy Eat World haircut going on. You don't want to ask what's below because I have the jacket, the tie. What you're saying is we have shorts on. And I have gym shorts and slippers. Uh, so if you were wondering, that will answer your that question. That is literally how most of us are working right now. If you're working from home, you're working in like good top, shorts on the bottom. Professional, up top, Yep, ready to go to the gym down it's, below, it's, I guess. It's, it's world's best, worst kept secret that no one goes to meetings anymore with dress pants on anymore. Yes, yes. So here we are, our second annual HHN Awards. Yeah. Presented Ex- by Fear and Beer. Excited for this episode. Sad because it means the year it is means over. It means the end, but it's a celebration. I put decorations. We have decorations out on the table. Yeah. Um, we do have <laughs> little party poppers. So if you hear some pops after some certain awards, uh, you know, like I said, you're going to have to check the visuals and go to YouTube. Some of these, these look, like light up. Like, I don't know. I think you have to light them. We're going to find out. I guess we're going <laughs> to I don't know. Out. Caution flammable. What could possibly go yeah, wrong? Can we set off? I got this one big one that was like. I'm pretty sure these I are like. Know. I don't. I don't. I think, I think you, you just pull them. Okay. All right. I think you pull them. <laughs> we'll fun. find out. This is. There's only. There, there's no way this goes. If this is our last wrong. episode, it's been great, and I, I'm glad everyone listened <laughs> to us up to this point. There's no way it goes wrong. All right. So. I don't think we're actually gonna do. A final rankings episode because I, th- I no, think this is kind, this of, kind like of like our suffices. our our send off to the season. Yeah, no um, one needs to hear me bitch about monsters again. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this, I'm sure we'll talk about HHN 31 at some point, but instead of doing like a rankings episode, um, we, we like to have some fun with it. So we're going to do some awards. Um, we have some special guest presenters today. Seamus yeah. has not heard the recordings. I have not I have. heard the recordings. They are very fun. How, I'm excited. How, I mean, are we just going to like bougie this and like, just like hold the thing up to this or are we going to actually add them into the um, <laughs> add them into the uh... we'll see how it plays out okay. I'll, I'll play it over this the, the microphone either way it doesn't pick up we'll, you will we'll be on our podcast whether you can hear yourself is the other question we'll <laughs> no if we can't hear it i'm going to dub it over so i guess we should just get into the beer yeah, why don't we drink about some beer because and beer is always we'll important so i saved these bad boys i'll, yeah, I'll let you talk about these because made on honor sold on merit if you don't know the slogan, that is for Narragansett. But this is their Presents Del Shandy. So this is a, a pretty exclusive up north. Um, you might be able to find them. Narragansetts are easy to find down here. But the Dell's Shandy um, is not so much easy to find down here. Dell's is like a little Rhode Island-based 
uh, lemonade stand, lemonade style stuff. So they partnered up, did a little shandy together, and this is uh, this bad boy is just yeah, being northern it's a perfect boys, celebration beer. Being northern boys, we've we've had this many a time, but yeah. I haven't had this in a while. So this I'm is excited. a fun one. So let's crack these open. <laughs> Woo! Hello. So I did want to thank everyone that sent in um, our special guest presentations. I know it's. It was kind of a quick turnaround. I was like, oh, shit, our anniversary, or not our anniversary, our award show is coming up. We should try and get some people on. And then I messaged it out, and and we got a lot a, a of uh, people helping us out coming back pretty quick with us. So thank you again very much for that. Also, thank you to the listeners. This year we added a different little portion. We have our listeners awards section where we, we had five or six uh, categories. Uh, open survey. You can put whatever you want in there. And we tallied them up, and we got some winners from the listeners. So that was um, that was fun. It's fun to participate in that sense, where we can kind of bring the audience into our episode as well. So I'm going to polish off this little beer to the top. I'm going to take my first sip, and then I think we can get started. Mm. Ah, just as magically delicious as I have ever ever expected. So. Shall we just jump into these? Yeah. Just go right on in? How, how, what order do you want to do this So then? I think we can start with the listeners' awards. Yeah? We'll get those out of the way. Do those, we'll do those up front then. And we'll kind of work our way back up the list, which will send us kind of into our funky slash miscellaneous awards, bringing us to our scare zone awards, and then finishing with the, the true you know, hero of the HHN event, which is houses. Um, we did do some runners-up. We have some honorable mentions in various spots. Um, but let's get this started. Let's just go with the Scariest House Listeners Award. So the listeners voted. Oh, actually, I got a, I got a little thing that I got to pull up first. So for the listeners, Scariest House Award, oh. we have <laughs> Universal Monsters Legends Collide. That's not surprising. With the majority of the votes. It's it not surprising. It was pretty high up there. Um, I never said I wasn't in the minority with my <laughs> viewpoint. Um, this this house did bring a lot of scares. There was a lot of energy. Um, well, we should... Yeah, I mean... And we'll, we'll discuss the houses as we go, yeah, I we'll, guess. Yeah, we we kind of we'll, did we'll last talk about week a, it a bit. Little bit. But. I mean, we should, obviously, we should obviously bring up that it did win their internal house of the year. It did, yep. Um, yep. That was a surprise to me, but... I can accept why they gave it to it because if it's really scare actor based, then yes. If you're going solely on scare actors, I could see why someone would vote for this uh, as house of the year. So I think it definitely deserves it in that sense. Um, but obviously I look at it differently and we all know, so I won't get into it, <laughs> but we will just put that out there that this was not unexpected completely. Completely unexpected, I guess. Um, no, I, I don't disagree with the votes. Um, I think it was pretty close with a couple other houses, and I think Scariest House is one of our house awards as well. So um, I think we'll get into that once we get into our our little yep. section. Um, do you want to go through the next award? Yes. Yeah, so we did Scariest House. Um, this is actually a three-way tie. This is. With for best scare actor in a house. So best character in a house. Yeah, and we'll let you do your little sound effect. It's a long drum roll. That's a really long drum roll. <laughs> so tied with five votes apiece, we have the scuba scare actor in Dead Man. Scuba Divers. Which was my personal favorite this mm-hmm. year. The violinist, also from Dead, Pier, Dead, Dead Man's Pier. 
and Dracula from the Monster's House. And in particular, a lot of them were the bungee Dracula. Yeah, and I think that I can see why that... Yeah, I can see, <laughs> I, I can see why that one would uh, would do well because if we talked about it the last night we did it all we all did the uh, uh, event together we went through that house and Nick and I got to actually experience that part of that house where all three of them are together mm-hmm. and I'll admit when that happens if you can get that to happen mm-hmm. in your run through it does make the house that much better it's really awesome to see that you don't get to see that too often in a lot of houses where you have three separate scare actors in the same room yeah um, so that yeah I can see why that would, would win I'm, I'm a little surprised it wasn't just the clear winner yeah and it was very high there was a lot of a lot of different um a lot of different choices choices for yes because sure. it was yeah. it was an open-ended question it wasn't like a drop down select multiple multiple choice right. so people put in whichever they want so like there was a couple votes thrown for one person a couple votes here a couple votes there and it was it was very scattered about um so let's get into scare actor in a zone so again these are the listener awards and the listeners had voted that. <laughs> We're gonna do this every time. Ah, uh, maybe. Be prepared. The twins from Graveyard Deadly yeah. Unrest. They were awesome. Um, I think. <laughs> I think if I had, uh, if I had probably given it a little bit more thought, because I, I definitely, I think my scare actor, my my personal favorite scare actor in a scare zone this year was the sorceress from. Conjure the Dark. I really mm-hmm. think her show was great. I think she's an awesome character, mm-hmm. and the actresses that played, or actors, I should say, that played that, um, they all did wonderful. Uh, but yeah, I can see them; these two being really, were just, really popular. I mean, they nailed it, and I don't, I don't, I don't remember seeing them the first weekend. Or I don't first, either. I think it was something that kind of popped up maybe later, and I could be wrong, but um, they, I feel like they had so many different interactions. I feel like a character has like. A couple things that they do, some you know, a yeah. couple things to pull out of their repertoire, and then the twins constantly kind of were doing something. They were playing patty cake. They were staring at each other. They were chasing. They were dancing. And, with and each plus, other, they, they were made, running around. They made a lot of people stop. Like it was like if you're walking through that zone and you see them, you're gonna stop and interact with them for a little bit because they mm-hmm. are so unique. I think it's crazy that they found actual twins. Um, I'm not sure if they. I don't know. If I think they were. They were. I. Everything I, everything I heard was that they were. Okay. Now, that's going off of what I see on Twitter and yeah. I see from people. Um, I mean, I, we, you might be right. Maybe they weren't twins, but they looked damn close. Yeah. I mean, they looked pretty I mean, they damn close. It would, it's, and it, if it is, that's a really cool thing. A really yeah. cool anomaly. Whether it is or like, isn't, it's awesome because it. like, Universal went out of their way to either find a pair of twins that or they wanted did, and to they're do like, it. Or they, we could do something with that. They tied it up because I think, I feel like it's one of those things where like, you get two two sisters or brothers that apply yeah and they're twins you're gonna make something out like, you have you, to figure a way you're to gonna figure a way to make that a thing you're not yeah. just gonna put them in random places you're gonna say you're twins we're gonna use that yeah so that's why i think that they actually are but hey if you're if you guys happen to listen to us <laughs> let us know if not if you work for universal and you can confirm or deny it let yeah. us know because um, it was really really convincing other either way yeah I, I i thought that added a lot to the scare zone um it was very fun. Not, yeah, not that, just, not that that scare zone needed it. That scare no, zone was but it was so just good that the way it was, was but. a little icing on the cake. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then you want to hop over to that yeah. next one? So we you um, got a big one, a special one. Oh, the food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are uh, we doing the whole drum roll again? No, no I'll, I'll do it every now and then. We're not do I'll do it every now these. and then. Um, so winning the food with six votes is the Pizza Skulls. 
that were found right off of major suites that little byway between Mm. suites and terminator i love those little fuckers terminator fucking Transformers, Transformers. we're talking about. Uh, I didn't actually get a chance to have oh, them. Oh, they were so uh, so simple yet so good. I've heard they were good, yep. obviously. Um, were they like like pizza, like pizza pockets kind of thing? It was or? a it was, it was a hot pocket. Like a hot but pocket. It had, it had much better breading. Um, I believe it. It was cooked. It's one of the things I wish well. I had. I wish I had. It was had. such a simple item, but like again, when you look at previous year, um, you know, grilled cheese. You know, the the it, it, I feel like. Now the last two years, simplicity has worked. Um, it's just it's just keeping it simple and and yeah, that's I just think how it is. I think that like we kind of covered a little bit last week with our episode last week that it's hard to compare the food from both the last year and this year because they're still kind of like learning what works and what doesn't. But I feel like this year, this year, excuse me, had a lot more varied options. It wasn't like a mm-hmm. few extra things here and there, but then the usual pizza fries and yeah, and potato uh, on a stick. The, the twisted taters. Twist taters. Yeah, sorry. Um, whereas, like you could see last year, there was a line around the friggin' block to get a twisted tater. Now yeah, they force them to open up a second no, block. There was nothing shop. really to. There really wasn't a line for those, but I think it speaks to the volume or the variety of items that we had. Yeah. Um, the fact that I didn't get a chance to try everything, I think, is a big, uh, big, big, um, I don't know what you would say, but it, it just goes it, to show, show how yeah, big it is. It goes to show you for how, how different the options were this year. So Yeah, they've definitely added to the foods. Um, I, that's That was one of the big wins for this year. Not that there was like a lot of losses and stuff, but like a big win for... This last year yeah, and the previous saying, year is growing in the food department. Yeah, for sure. And I think they're only going to get better. I think they're they may, maybe not have as they may not have that many that many more options, but at least we know that they're going to theme it. It's going to be interesting every year what we get, mm-hmm. and it won't just be the same things every time. Yeah, it's fun. It, it is fun to see how they can tie it in to um to the houses, the properties. Yeah, that they for have sure. And stuff like that for sure. Um, so let's move on over to the scare zone of the year. Dubbed from the listeners. The listeners scare zone of the, the year. The listeners scare zone of the year. So, with just three more votes. This is close. Than the next. The listeners have voted that Sweet's Revenge is the top scare zone See, we of the don't year. disagree on everything, guys. We do not we disagree, do not on, disagree everything. on everything. Seamus is an asshole in some, play, in some ways. But in this one, he agrees with you. <laughs> um, Major Sweet's is awesome. It was so such, yes, a, good, it, such it, a good zone. It took three. It was... Three votes ahead of Graveyard Deadly, which unrest. would be my second choice. So that's that just goes to show you how a tight close this, second, how tight this was, and 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 really goes to show you um, how well overall the scare zones were because there was multiple really votes were. for Scarecrow as well, a couple for Horrors of Halloween, which I don't think deserved yeah, it. They definitely um, Conjure the Dark had a couple. Like it was awesome. If, Again, I can I could make a case for all three of those scare zones mm-hmm. to be the best scare zone of the year, whether it's Conjure. Uh, graveyard or sweets uh, yeah and the funny but, thing is is you and i looked at conjure and graveyard in the beginning of our like one of our yeah, episodes like, two, i think two it was like four ago, or five we were very like we weren't sure and a lot of it had to do with the fact we weren't we just didn't know what they were gonna be yeah it was just i wasn't super name. high on like was, sorcery yeah. and that sort of thing but it really did kind of like surprise me how well i liked it um and graveyard obviously we all know how awesome that turned out to be yeah um took a very simple idea and still did something seemingly fresh with it yeah. which was nice but yeah, I can't agree. I can't disagree with what the listeners uh, came up with, with for this one. So yeah, 
So now to our final so I get the big listeners one, huh? award. So you have. So I think this is gonna be my first uh, oh, popper. We're gonna pop. We're gonna pop. So gonna if pop. it, so just be. If it comes through loud, I'm I'm sorry, and I'm not gonna bring gonna, it down. It's gonna it's gonna suck if these go in our beer. But oh yeah. So with 16 votes, our listeners' house of the year goes to Dead Man's Woo! Pier. Woo! Oh, that's a lot oh. of fuck. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, oh, now it just smells like those things oh, you God, throw at the ground. Oh, so gross. Oh, this is a terrible idea. And the, the, oh, my the, God. The confetti didn't go anywhere. It just <laughs> shot off in the air in, the, in like a, a little a little clump somewhere. Oh, so It's going to be miserable to clean in, up. In, in the runners-up position with nine votes, it will go to Universal Monsters. I forget. Legends the Collide. Legends Collide. There you go. So, uh... Right around where I figured it would be. Um, I'm honestly a little surprised that... Oh, I don't know why I won twice. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna realize that they're not real people clapping for <laughs> it's us. so bad. Come on, man. Um, no. Uh, I'm a little surprised that Chupacabras didn't get more love than I thought it would. Um, but, again, not at all surprised that Dead Man won. Yeah. And Monsters came in second. I think Monsters really did pick up steam as the year went along. Yes. Or as the season went along, and people really did kind of uh, fall in love with that house. Yes. I mean, yeah. they obviously saw things that I don't agree with, but that's just, again, here nor, neither here nor there. Um, but I, I can I can totally understand why it either A, would have won or come in second like it did. So Yeah, it's... um, I think, speaking to the terms of, like picking up steam with like monsters and stuff like that i think when we first all collectively walked into dead man's pier everyone was like oh my god like this is is beautiful it's amazing and it, it not that not to say that that feeling ever left but it kind of felt like it just sort of stayed the same at the same high level whereas yeah. monsters was was kind of mid and then the actors just kind of geared up and ramped yeah, up and i've, and, I've and said it already before. caught up a little bit i've already said it multiple times i think that house worked because of the actors mm-hmm. i mean if it wasn't for the actors that house would have been even more boring than i think it already was yeah yeah so let's get into our awards and before we do ooh, this little skull right here oh boy again if you're listening hey buddy this means nothing to you and if you're watching this means nothing as well yeah, because, because it's just a little plastic anybody. skull that nobody's going to get <laughs> but I'm going to pretend that it's the award so I have something we think we're more important to hand really down. Are. Yeah, this award show is pretty much like whose lines it anyway yeah, where the rules don't rules are made shit. up and the points don't matter. No one no one in universe is going to listen to us and go, "Man, they were right." Yeah, oh wow, they they nailed it. But like those fucking I mean, we're I mean, we're drinking beer and we have a plastic skull and some party poppers that don't pop. Just so know that that's just how we that's if, how we roll here. If we ever get a Halloween 3 house, it's going to be winner just by default. Already just, just won. Keep that in mind. It already won. Mm. So where are we starting? So let's just start with the bottom awards. These little miscellaneous awards that I gave out. Those that you fun. came up with. I didn't even yeah. have anything to know. About I was this. really bored, so I was like, you know what? I think we should add some little random awards in here. Um, I'm gonna let you start because this is your hot take that you've carried through the whole entire so season. This award, this little <laughs> tiny golden skull See? award. He's gonna give you reasons to hate him too. Goes not just to, me. <laughs> this is the. I'm all set with it award, <laughs> meaning this is something that was was fun while it lasted. Um, I appreciate what it did. I, I, you know, it's not you, it's me kind of thing. <laughs> it was a fun time while we had it, um, but I'm kind of done with it right now. Um, I'm a little over it, and that's uh, that's a little boo, and he can stay the fuck <gasps> in the dumpster, uh, wherever Universal put that little fucker. <laughs> um, 
No, he was really fun on Wicked Growth, and like it was, you know, that pseudo plastic celebrity where you're like, oh, I saw Wubu, and then he got absolutely, you know, just shown about like a little, like Little Miss Sunshine, like those little beauty contests. Yeah, like just yep. like oh, they put these him on people a like Little Boo. Let's put him on a shirt. Let's put him on a pillow. Let's put him on a pin. Let's put him on a hat. <laughs> Let's put him on a lanyard. Let's put him... Oh, my God. Little Boo. You need a fucking little break. That's what he needs. Um, so, Little Boo, you actually won an award. Here you go. Congrats. Come pick it up. Um, the I'm All Set With It Award is given out to Little right. Boo. No applause needed. Yeah, we don't need to applause that. That's fine. <laughs> no, it, it is It is in a satirical form, but uh, definitely should probably hibernate for a year or so, and just maybe it'll make us appreciate it a little bit more. You know, one of those like, you know, you know uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder kind of thing. You know, we got buried in him, and it was just a little much. It was, you know, no fault of his. Somebody sure. else's fault. Sure. Universal's marketing. Whatever. Uh, whatever you. Whatever you say. <laughs> I honestly could give. I. I don't know if I could care any less <laughs> about Lil Boo, whether one way or the other. Like, bring him back. I don't really care. It doesn't bother me at all. So, <laughs> whatever. Now, I get to do this one. Do you understand this Yes, one? I okay. understand it. It took me a minute. Yeah, okay. Because I'm, I'm a yeah. slow human. But So this is the uh, uh, Where the Fuck Am I Award. <laughs> and we give this to Halloween. <laughs> and what we mean by that is I don't think we've ever gotten lost in a house before. Until Halloween. This one, we actually almost multiple got times. lost into it multiple I mean, times. On opening night, I walked through the boo hole. And I was like, I'm not drunk. Like I just, I just was, don't know where I'm supposed to go. It was when you when you're walking in front of the house and you take yeah. that left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kept going straight <laughs> because I couldn't see the the people in front of me were gone. Like they they took the the corner before I took yeah. that other mm. corner. And I was like, I don't know. And I I was walking very slow because I was very unsure about like where I, I was. Like I don't know if I'm necessarily supposed to be here. But there was like the black tarping. So I was like, okay, like this is what they use to divide rooms or whatever. And like I, I kind of opened it, and someone was like, "No, no, no, left, left." I was like, oh, "I'm so sorry. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. I just, it's so fucking dark in here." <laughs> and and that wasn't even like that darkest of a part. Like there was other portions of the house where it, I'm like walking around with my hands. Like, yeah, definitely. In front of me. Um, it was it was one of the few houses that one of the few houses that I've ever been through that you know you do kind of if you're not careful you could get lost in it because mm-hmm. it's so very big, so very beautiful. Um, it's just hard to like know exactly where where are we supposed to go? <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, so it's good that I'm giving out this. Award. Yeah, this is. I think we could be playing it. This, this one way. is 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 fitting for me. I'm glad that when we do these back and forths, it ends up fitting. Um, this is the Never Again Award. Um, kind of similar with the all. I'm all set with it award, but I had to give it a different way. I didn't. It's a little different. I didn't want both of these to. I didn't want one of these to be runner up because they're both so deserving of the of their own respective title. Yeah. So the Never Again Award. There you go. A little plastic scully thing. Um. I'm presenting to the good guy burger. Donut burger with jalapenos and pork belly and fruit loops. and frosting and fruit loops. I don't think my toilet has recovered yet. I don't see how this has anything to do with Chucky, but <laughs> the good guy burger know. can stay. You can bring back a good guy burger, just change it. That was a catastrophe. Yeah, it was a terrible mistake. I didn't have it, and it looks pretty bad. I I did it just for the sake of saying I had it. Yeah, you know, I was trying to get as many items as I could, and I, and there are still some that I I did miss, but this was one that was like so ridiculous that 
I had to try. Like, I had to force myself. And I was like, you know, it was like one of the last nights. And thankfully, I, I planned it right. I knew I was going to be off of work the next day. So I was like, if this doesn't go well, at least you're I home. need to be in bed recovering from the nuke that I'm sending into my say, stomach. Bowel Because this thing is just like it should come with a warning label. Let's, like let's just say it didn't. It, it it lived up to its name. Yeah, like if you're over thirty, steer clear. Don't have this thing this. is just going to be atrocious. Um, and the worst. You want to know the worst part? No. It honestly. Well, no, worst it's okay, part. Okay, you can tell me. It's fine. No, it honestly didn't taste that bad it was I, just I don't so believe, much I, nonsense yeah i believe that's true i mean donut burgers do work in certain cases but it was just like frosting yeah it's so just sweet over the top spice with jalapeno savory with the meat like it was just it was the it, too, it did too much it was the one food item that literally made zero sense yeah, it was like, well, we got all this extra shit. Let's just throw it together. I mean, on I guess one. like it's cool to have that those wacky food ideas, but like, I feel like it's something you would have put with like the deep fried Oreos and yes. or something like yes. that. I feel like it's one of those almost things. like the jacked up burger from last year. It was like jacked up burger on steroids, essentially. Like you should have done like fucking Tiffany's cookies or something at that one. <laughs> yeah, she made cookies and Bride of Chucky. I yeah, think. like do something like that. Don't yep. do a weird fucking burger with blood frosting. Maybe they made it because like. Just like Chucky, it's going to stab your insides. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to look at it. I uh, did have the beignet from there. That was good. The beignets were good. I Interesting. Mean, it, the, they had some decent stuff. I mean, overall, the food, I think we've said a couple times already, is just a big win. Um, but with every win, there comes a small loss. Yeah. I mean, not everything's going to work And it came at my expense. Insides, so. <laughs> All right. So moving on up. You got this one? Yeah. So this is the uh, You'll Never Get It, But Sometimes You Do Award. Now, that sounds sexual, but it's not. It is uh, it is the Monster Triple Scare, which we had already kind of talked about a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, with Dracula, uh, the Wolfman, and the Mummy. If you manage to get them all at once, um, it, it is an amazing scare. Uh, and I wouldn't even call it a scare. It's one of those like it's show just, scares. It's a moment. It's a moment which makes that house more special. Um and we did at least get to see that once, so that was kind of cool. Um, so yeah, that's why the you, they get the uh, you'll, <laughs> you'll never, never get it, but you sometimes, sometimes you do. Um, so next up, we're kind of drifting more into our real awards now. Um, so with real awards, we're gonna have some more poppers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give out. So this is our biggest surprise. Um, this is all throughout the event, scare just zones, the entire event houses, itself. just kind of like where we sort of pre-ranked stuff just by name um, and, and how much it flipped on itself and, and actually surprised us and is how well it was um, executed. Um, and the biggest surprise award for us goes to Graveyard Deadly Unrest. Because I know, I know at the beginning I wasn't like super, super, super I was high down on, on it. it. Um, you know, I thought it was cool. I, I, if I had to think back, it was probably number probably three on my list maybe three or four yeah i know mine was five um but it was it was in that middle like area and it really shot up for me it was definitely much better than i had expected um and for this we also have our honorable mention or or, our runner-up i guess um and for the runner-up we did uh descendants of destruction yeah because again this was one that when we were talking about um previously when before we had gone through the event it was a name that didn't really give us much we weren't exactly sure what 
the, the whole story entailed, what the house is going to be about. You know, we were, is it going to be mole people? Is it going to be, you know, like, it, we just had no clue. Um, and it did surprise me. And it came around. This house, much like uh, Monsters did, this is a house that grew on me. The more I went through it, the more I enjoyed it. The more I got the story, yeah. um, the, you know, the little the UV lights in the back end of the house was awesome. I mean, the set design inside there was just ridiculous. I think the four subway cars in one yeah. sprung tent is just, it, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, I think, I, I, honestly, it grew on me after doing the RIP, or the, uh, the, the, um, Unmasking, the Unmasking the Horror Tour. Mm-hmm. I think after that tour, I had already, like, was kind of surprised by it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. But after the tour, I was like, I got to give this house more love. I've definitely got to do it more than I have been doing it. Yeah. Um, because I think that I didn't give it enough of a chance initially. Yeah. And I'm glad I did give it more of a chance because that house really was. I mean, it's honestly, for me, the most surprising house. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, overall, not the biggest surprise. Because a lot of the other ones, like, we kind of, you know, Halloween, you know what you're getting. The weekend, I had a fairly idea of what we were getting. Monsters, you get it. Like, the only ones that were kind of like, what is exactly in this house? Yeah, was kind of Descendants, uh, Spirits, and Hellblock Horror. Right, those are the only two that were like, I don't Who really know what's in here. Be, right? Yeah. Um. So moving on up, we have our best merch, and this was I think I just picked it, but yeah. I, I really enjoyed the design on this. I'll one. let you talk about it, but the best merch goes to the Everyday Is Halloween T-shirt. Yep. I I mean. I just love this design. Um, they had fun with it. It's the big 31 logo. Yep. You have, like, the skull popping out, the, the Halloween cat. Um, I mean, I think merch overall this year was, was pretty good. It was good. good. Yeah, um, I think it was pretty good. I, I feel like there was a little less. Less shirts, maybe? I don't. I could be wrong. No, I don't know. Maybe not. I think I, there were more designs. Yeah. Um, I think last year we got more of the classic designs, like mm-hmm. oh, this is like the event from '99, or this is the mm. event from '93. So all the like throwback. They ones, gave you yeah. reason to like collect those. That's probably why I thought that. But it feels almost like that was like the same merch. You just got certain ones. Yeah. Um, and there was some carryover from the previous. Yeah. Each in light. Yeah. This year, I think we got a lot of different varied options. Yeah, and I feel like last year too was so like merch wise Beetlejuice heavy. Because that was like For the big sure, like yeah. seller, um, but like I mean, just overall, like the Michael Myers sweatshirt, like that artisan style done was really cool. This is this is so far probably my favorite house shirt. It's got like the old school skeleton yeah. logo. It almost reminds me of like Grave Digger, the monster yeah, yeah, truck. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will admit, uh, the one merch that I was a little bit a little bit let down on because I didn't even buy it was the weekend shirt. I kind of was hoping a yeah, little bit more than just, just a picture face. of his face. Yeah, and it said like um, After Hours Nightmare on it. On the back it did, and I, and I think that's cool, but just I feel fine. like they could have done more. Yeah. Like, give me more of like the characters from the house. Yeah. Like, give me the nurse. Or give do me like him. the weekend like with his head being held. Yeah, like, yeah, chopped yeah, yeah, off yeah. Head Give me something. something a little bit more creative than that, but then again, who knows? Maybe that it's all he allowed. Who yeah, knows? yeah. Which kind of sucks. If that's the case, that sucks because yeah. I think that was really, it was a boring t-shirt. Yeah. But other than that, all the merch I was super taken yeah. by. So um, next up, we have best drink. What is this? This is obvious. Um, none of them. The beer wins. Yeah. Um, I don't care what beer. Um, let's beer just wins. say Lacto Cooler. Lacto Cooler was a nice addition to this. this event. Yeah, it was cool to have something um, different than just like a pumpkin beer. Yeah, and like I'm and all no for, shade on pumpkin beers. And I like pumpkin we're beers. all we're big proponent. Uh, big yeah, big supporters of pumpkin beer. Yeah. Say that five times fast. Um, but it was nice having something a little bit different. What I really did like, I wish it was there the whole time, but they added the Elysian Chucky. Um, oh, yeah. I, think it was like I, never, I never got a chance to have um, that. It, it's, 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 I don't want to say it's really good, but it was a nice change of pace. I'm sure I could find um, that somewhere. I'm you know, sure they had an October 
Fest. They had a pumpkin beer. They had yeah. the lacto cooler the whole time, which was like probably their biggest seller. I would think so. Um, so you can only I'm, have like one or two of them because yeah. it's like a it's, it's a so sour, sour and it like definitely fucks with your. And I like the sours, but it it is it is a little bit. But I, I do hope that the success of the lacto cooler and the Elysian. Um, allows Universal to be like, hey, we're kind of missing a big demographic here, which is the beer drinkers. Well, you know, they're going to be, drink beer, but if we put a different beer that's maybe a dollar more, well, what will be cool they might buy it. Is I, they already have a local brewery do all their Duff beers, mm-hmm. so they should really start considering doing some like HHN-themed beer. Like right. Work with that brewery. Work with some other brewery. I, just find a lo- couple local guys. And just see if you can maybe come up with some ideas that are just even if you take like a, a, a normal recipe that they usually use, but then just rebrand it for the event mm-hmm. and make it more like unique where like you can't get it. You have to get it at like you have to get it at HGN. I think yeah. that'd be kinda cool. Um, you could theme beers after icons. Yeah, like. I mean you've I mean they did a great I'll admit they did a great job with their drink selection. Yeah. And the various drinks. I mean they're all I'm like just not a big typical mix. person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, neither am I. And if I'm at a theme park and I get a drive home at the end of the night, I don't want to have a big vodka drink, but for a lot yeah. of people that are staying on property, it makes sense yeah. to enjoy those. And I think they had a lot of different options this year. I think you could do that necessarily with potentially with beer. Like you yeah. could work with maybe the local breweries that you work with and come up with some sort of HSN themed beer, which would be kind of cool. And maybe you just dedicate one area, one little tent make to a beer, little boo thing, yeah. pumpkin ale, little booze. Beer yeah, alley. see, hire us. Okay, hire us, Universal. I will allow little boo to come back. <laughs> If that means we Can you get imagine the label? a little That'd be booze cool. That'd be cool. cart, which is just stock full of different craft beers, local beers, beers that That'd are be brewed sick. specifically for the I'd be down the with event. that. Um, and, and you could put that in where like the Transformers are. That bigger beer, that bigger bar where it has like the two bar tops. You could easily stock that up with different kinds of beers. And yeah, if people definitely. I mean, if you get complaints that that beer is not at all the tents, then next year you know. That you have put the market it for it. Mm-hmm. So you can do it as a little bit of market research right there. Look at me using yeah. big words for that. Um, so let's do our last little miscellaneous. Best so that's our item. best food item. So we agree with the audience. We do. We think the pizza skull takes the, the win. pizza skull for me. Simple. Simple work sometimes. Um, you know, another one that I did love, but I don't think a majority of people, was the popcorn custard. I didn't even have it. It was such a weird thin little layer of gelatin and a bunch of salty popcorn, and it was just, for me, I just, I I felt like such a dirtbag eating it, but, like, one night, like, I, w- <laughs> I went by myself one night to the event, and I was just about to leave, and I was like, mm, you know what? I need some of that popcorn. I'm going to get a popcorn custard, and it comes in, like, a full pie tin, so it's not, oh, like, yeah. a small amount. Dude, so none, of the, like, none of the food given I'm, out. I'm, like, a, a fucking right. trash person standing next to the Transformers bar eating popcorn custard, like, over a fucking trash can. And then, like, three of my friends walk by, like, while I'm <laughs> trying to, like, shame eat my popcorn custard. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. My I'm, mouth I'm is full. Ass, like, I get it. Oh, hey, guys. Like, I'm not, I'm not just by myself eating popcorn custard at hey, 12 There's no in the shame morning. in eating food at HGM by yourself. Oh, God. It was such a. I will give my close second for food to the zombie brains. Yes. Meat, meats. Zombie um, brains the, were. The, the deep fried. I don't know if it's deep fried, but the fried cauliflower mm-hmm. with whatever that sauce was. Chef's kiss. It's I had like, it like three Asian times. spice or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was so good, so so good. Yeah, that was um, that was a really good one. Um, so next up is actually going to be our first uh, guest announcer. Um, so do you want to announce the award while I while I bring up the uh, the audio for that? 
So it's our first guest announcer. We're gonna let them. We're gonna let them tell us who it is, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this is for. All right. So this is our first guest announcer. Uh, do we announce who it is, or no? Just um, just the, what, the just title. What, just what the award, the award is. is. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure I got this clear. <laughs> uh, no. So this this award is going to go to best scare actor in a scare zone. And this is oh, a, all right. Oh. What is up, fear and beer listeners? This is Mike and Ooh. Duff from HHN three sixty five. Um, thanks for having us uh, on, guys. Oh yeah, pleasure to be yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, I've always like dreamed of being uh, like presenting awards, and here I am doing it back to back. Although I have to say, I was promised a case of lacto cooler in my green room, and uh, <laughs> I only have six lacto coolers. Is that a full case? I, I don't know. I, I'm, you, I'm, I'm, you were given a green room? <laughs> yeah. Two yeah, fairly come in like oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have a whole yeah, I have a whole fridge and everything. I got some oh. water in here. Mike, yeah, Mike spilled the beans on us. Yeah. <laughs> we still like both Taking of Taking over the fear of beer, guys. They like me better, I <laughs> guess. Duff, we don't hate yeah. you. Not hard to believe. All right, well, let's get to what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, so we are presenting the category of... And I may have already announced this. I don't know why. It's <laughs> okay. Climactic at all. Best scare actor. Best scare actor in a scare zone. They can edit this. <laughs> We're not going yeah, to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. This Best shit's gonna be live. In a scare zone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, you, want, you want me to do it? You want to do it? Uh, well, I was going to talk about like uh, the the root word of character comes from the Greek. Like, <laughs> 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 then I realized that I have enough to riff on that. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm, just, I'm just reading it then. Get out of here. Uh, so, best character in the scare zone from Graveyard Deadly Unrest is the twins. Uh-huh. Hashtag twinning. Good job, oh. guys. Yeah, congrats. Ooh. <laughs> I was booing Mike, not the winner, by the way. Bad joke. joke. I'm going to come up and slap you, Duff. (laughs) I don't know if I should make that joke. I'm sure there's got to be a slap joke on this thing, right? We'll find out the first. (laughs) All right. I'll I'll own that. I'll own the slap joke. All right. Uh, Hey, well learned for the twins there. They were aggressive. They were playful. uh, And and just really added to the atmosphere of Graveyard Deadly Unrest. Well deserved. Well deserved. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us on. If you ever want to have a three-hour uh, episode where we just talk about lacto cooler, um, yeah, reach out to me. Make it happen. <laughs> Enjoy the rest I will of the award show. We're done. <laughs> lacto cooler is great. Always love the HHN three six. Yeah, those folks. dudes are amazing. <laughs> they can riff on anything. Amazing. We got slap jokes. We got lacto and cooler hey, talk. All kinds of stuff. I could riff for three hours about lactic cooler. So, so if you we'll guys want to get it, you guys want to set up. A, we'll have to set that uh, up. An episode. Let's do that. Um, yeah. So the twins, the twins again. So we are alike with the listeners on this one. Yeah, I, I think, just thought it was yeah. so. I, it's tough because we have some honorable mentions here. Um, like you mentioned, the um, the the sorceress from Conjure the Dark. Um, I really loved the female alpha demon as well in Conjure the Dark. She always yeah. had the battle axe. Yeah, I thought she. She did a phenomenal job throughout I mean, even the entire the, I mean, event. Actually, I mean, honestly, all of the demons in that zone were yeah, really the, good. Yeah, the little alpha demons, I think, was yeah. their, their code name but, or whatever. But the big dude yeah, on the, the stage with her, he, he, he was a good, later too. addition, I feel like. I did, was he? I feel like I didn't see him in the start. I don't know who you are, but you're a buff motherfucker, <laughs> and it fits so well for that zone. Um, 
No, I loved the grand the grandpa in um, sweets. You know, major yep. sweets himself. Oh, I mean, like, dude, sweets alone. Yeah, I mean, there's so. I mean, this is this is why this award's so hard to give out because there's, there's so, so many. many good scare actors. Um, um, I love the little raven people in Scarecrow. Yep. Um, yeah, they were my favorite in that zone. There was there was just a lot going on and and throughout all those zones, but I think the. I think it was just such a different approach to um, for them to take was actually being able to cast that and 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 be able to play yeah, with what they got. I think if, we've already kind of gone over it, but I mean, if they managed to find a, a set of actual twins to play them, I think mm-hmm. that was an awesome. I mean, twins, Basil. You kind of have to at that point. Like, there's so many unique ways you can use twins yeah. in any scare zone. I think it just works. Whether they used them in sweets and they were like two twins jump, yep. skipping up and down the street eating candy and threatening people. Reminded I me think, of like the Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Playing yeah, yeah, for or sure. The, the jump rope or whatever. All right. So one that we actually did skip over and that is best street oh, piece yeah, in a zone. This. Um, I think we did this just so we could solely give this award out to... Oh, for sure. The, the floats. Yeah. The floats in Sweets awesome. Revenge are just like... Awesome. Uh, it's just next level street design and decor. For me, they were they were what they were going for. I think that with... deserves a party popper. I'm gonna... oh, you think so? Yeah, I don't know. I just I, It's been a while, so I haven't popped one in a while. So. Ready? All right, so one, two, three. <laughs> Woo! Oh, this one went... Uh, oh, God, it's so potent. Oh, it's not so it, bad. It went a, a total of uh, four inches in front of me. There's these. a joke I could make there, but I'm not going to because this is a family podcast. <laughs> is it? Is it, though? Um, but, I mean, I think what they were going for with the floats is exactly what they were going for with Zombieland with the cars. But I think it was so much better done here. Yeah. I think it fit the theme so well. This, like, town has their Halloween parade, and it goes mm-hmm. completely wrong. Um, they just fit so well. It divided the people. Well, mm-hmm. enough that like it didn't feel like it was too bottlenecky or it didn't feel too empty. Mm-hmm. So, which was nice too. Um, it kept it kept it somewhat claustrophobic as well. Yeah. So you got more effective it's, scares. It almost created like lanes, like yeah, you know, like right sure. and left. You know, right is going down towards the lagoon, and and left, and yeah, the left yeah, side yeah. is going Definitely. towards the tribute store. Yeah. So I think they they were, and plus they were just they were awesome to look at. Like they were really well done. They're just they're and they different. built these from the ground up for this. These, yeah. these weren't like converted floats or anything like that. These are floats that they built specifically for the event. So yeah. I think it's really cool. Um, so next up, we have another guest announcer, guest another presenter. One. Oh shit! Um, so this is for best scare in a scare in zone. a scare zone. So let me just pull up this award real quick. Hello, Fear and Beer, second annual HHN Awards show listeners. I am Matt from the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast, and the Fear and Beer guys have asked me to announce the winner in the category of Best Scare in a Scare Zone, which, unlike recent years, has become a tougher category now that there's a lot more sets and a lot more on the streets now that we don't have to clear the way for a daytime prey. But getting to that award, it goes to... Corn Guy in Scarecrow Curse Soil. Thank you, Fear and Beer, for letting me be part of this. And to everyone listening, enjoy the rest of the award show. Thank you, Matt. Thank you very much for jumping on. And yeah, so Corn Guy, let's talk about him real quick. Because um, I feel like his scare changed. And his his original scare was so well that I couldn't not give it to him. And I, and I feel, and I completely understand why it changed, if it changed for the reasons that I'm thinking. But originally... He was in like that little outhouse at the end, and he would swing the door open and come out with the corn, and like, but the door would actually swing out for sure. And, and it just became, I'm sure, it's a safety hazard. You can't just swing a door out in into people into while they're walking. Traffic, yeah. So that 
uh, from an operations standpoint, I, I totally get it, but it was like the best scare. And then they changed it to like they kind of you could see that they sawed the door in half, so he could kind of open like out, the yeah. top door a little bit. Um, and it wasn't necessarily the same. Um, but not only did he do that, but he also on on multiple occasions he would lay on the haystack, so it looked like he was just a prop. Yeah, and then he would get up and get him. And it's it's a tough. And, and it's a tough thing to scare somebody while you're standing right in front of them. Yeah. But he did it well in three or four different occasions. Um, you know, the door open was like, that's a house scare. I mean, that's something you don't expect to see in a scare zone. There were a couple of them in that zone. I mean, there was one that got me. It wasn't him specifically, mm-hmm. but the scarecrow at the be- at the at the entrance to it, I was starting to point at some other thing, and he banged the gate. Mm-hmm. The right. I mean, it got me like you wouldn't believe. So. Props to Corn Guy. Props to everybody that worked in that scare zone because you guys did an awesome job. Um, yeah, I mean, if you can get scares like that in a scare zone, you're doing something right because yeah. it's hard to do it outside with a lot of people kind of walking through. Yeah. Um, so do you want to announce the next one? Because, again, another guest presenter. Another one. guest one. Holy shit. We're, we, we got a couple. We got a couple. Do we have friends? We have some friends. Oh, man, we, we have, have friends. Some friends. I've never had friends before. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but, but really. No, not kind of. But um, So this one is a scare zone that should be a future house. Oh, and they actually sent in a whole video. Oh, so shit. definitely check out the YouTube page because I'm going to pop the video right in the corner. This area. Somewhere, somewhere in the middle. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is enough applause. That is enough applause. I know, I know. I am your next guest presenter for the Fear and Beer Podcast HHN Awards. Now, some of you may know me, some of you may not, but for those who do not know me, I am Michael from Hollow Thrills, a little channel about haunts and theme parks all up and down the East Coast, primarily in Pennsylvania and the states surrounding but I do on occasion make it down to Florida or over out to California. So if that type of thing interests you, make sure you go and give my channel a follow. But that is enough about me. Today we're here to talk about the HHN Awards. Now I have the prestigious honor of presenting the award for Scare Zone that should be best suited as a future house. Now, we had a ton of amazing scare zones this year, from Scarecrow Curse Soil, to Graveyard Deadly Unrest, to Sweet Revenge, Horrors of Halloween, uh, Conjure the Dark. It's been an amazing year for scare zones. This is probably the best year that we've had in recent memory for scare zones. So, it is going to be a very hard time being able to announce what this winner was. Now, before we do that... Just want to say, like I said, all of you did an amazing job this year, but only one can be the winner. So, let me get that envelope. Here is we put this, our winner. Yeah. Put our little fear and beer uh, sticker on that. Love it. Love the addition. The winner of Scare Zone that should be a future house, Sweet Revenge. Congratulations, everyone who was involved in Sweet Revenge this year. You guys did a fantastic job from scare actors to set design to everything in between. This scare zone was flawless to the point that we really think it should be a future house sometime soon. I honestly hope that we see this house as a, we see the scare zone as a house sometime soon because. I think it would be beautiful, and some of my favorite characters in there I would love to see in a house setting. But 
that is all for scare zone that should be a future house back to you nick and seamus all right <laughs> we don't deserve the type of production no that just <laughs> their mike's production is a lot a so that's, it's a little better than ours <laughs> i wish i had more time but alas we do not but thank you again for presenting that award for us yes yeah, so scare zone that should be a future house and now obviously we... like graveyard would probably be a very scary house but it for me it's similar to graveyard games so like yeah, I mean, I don't, the story's I don't know different, how, but it's a graveyard yeah, house. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how different they could get with that. Yes. I think that my biggest concern with Graveyard going into this year was that, oh, it's just going to be zombies or ghouls or whatever all over again. Oh, boy, here we go. But I think the ambiance and the, the set design and the, and the scare actors themselves, I think, did a really good job making that a really effective scare zone. But I'm, I'd be worried about it being a house. I feel like it'd be, it would be too run-of-the-mill too much of the same and it's like oh we've seen this before do we really need to see it again yeah. unless they did like a graveyard game sequel and they kind of tied in some of that but yeah. like put the twins in there or something like that but like i, I just don't see it working as a house yeah sweets though be a very fun house. would be very fun unique very different different outside feel almost like mm-hmm. it, it's inside like a but an outside feel like a yes, yes. Type of setting. um very much like that like i mean you have the characters you have the main characters already built in mm-hmm. um i i think it would just be very fun i mean the costuming of the house is already done He's, i mean it's just simple halloween masks with children yeah. and you can dive into that story a little bit more maybe maybe the first little bit is is part of like a you know major sweets is like candy factory where he's like concocting the the idea yeah. to turn these children into mutants um and then you know as you progress it's different scenes in the town yeah. you know kind of finalizing at the harvest festival or whatever they, and i would be totally it. fine if it was just in the sweets factory yeah like make that big facade make mm-hmm. that a big awesome facade of like a factory yep um we we kind of enter through like the festival but we go into the into the actual factory itself yeah. and kind of see how all the candy is made and change the kids into crazy bloodthirsty monsters mm-hmm. I just think that that would be a very fun house. Yeah, for sure. Um, and not in like the gimmicky fun way where no. it's like not scary. I think it would still be scary. No, I mean, it would be the closest to a Halloween 3 house we would get. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, really essentially, yeah. I mean, I think that if they were ever to do Halloween 3, I mean, that'd be awesome. But my guess is that would be the closest here's your, thing to here's it. There's your Golden Skull Award. I haven't handed one out in a while. Here it is. There you go. Come get it. Um, so next up, we are finalizing our scare zone areas. And this is our best scare zone award. Do you want to give this one out? Yeah, this is not going to... This sip- is a popper award, I oh, think. Oh, is it? I all think right. so. I, yeah, okay. we gotta, I got to blast all these stupid little things off, because what the fuck am I going to do with these? They're going to stay in my closet <laughs> oh, so for They've been hiding years. in your closet for three years. So this one goes to, without any surprise at all, uh, Best Scare Zone goes to Sweets Revenge. <laughs> Woo, again, mine didn't really go... Oh, and there's that little gunpowder smell. That's oh like, god, it's so bad. We're gonna get it's like super it's high. like when you were kids when you had cap guns. Oh, cap guns, dude. That's Hell what yeah. those. That's what that smell is. Um, but yeah, so sweets revenge for me. Um, absolutely it was just, deserving. It, it's deserving, but so incredibly tight. Um, uh, this loved, wasn't an easy decision. I loved but. graveyard deadly unrest. I I think I think for me, um, it was just the setting and the props and the style of characters in sweets. Versus in graveyard, um, I, th- I I loved the characters and how how in depth the characters brought them. They all felt very different, um, but sweets just had like that that feel for me. And maybe because it's a maybe because there's more stuff in that area and I spent more time in there. Maybe that's why I feel that yeah. way. But these are the fear and beer awards, so um, it was very tight. I mean, also 
Conjure the Dark. I, I just I could sit there and watch the little shows. I spent a lot of time shooting a lot of like pictures and video over there and the the yeah. characters. The one thing that held that one down just a little bit for me is they the characters there were all amazing, but there wasn't a huge variety as you know in, as like um yeah like graveyard had probably fifteen to fifteen to ten people in there. Conjure had you know three or four goblins two like little demon guys you had the alpha and the alpha male and female and then you had the sorceress up top so and there the was scared the scared lady yeah so there wasn't the midsummer yes. lady yeah oh my god yeah she was she was i wish she they, never i, never I saw wish her they broke. i wish they had done more with her i felt like she was so underutilized yeah like i mean I, she was in the scare zone they had one little set piece in the show with her mm-hmm. but other than that she was kind of like pushed to the side and just I feel ran, like there just was ran so around much more to do she just ran around the whole night and yeah. she just she did a great job she did an awesome job but like i just think and maybe it's because that was like the location of it is limiting probably so you can't necessarily put like 15 people over there but that that is what for me just kind of brought it just a little just a tiny bit below the others yeah i can see that i can see that yeah um so getting into our houses do you want to start this first award off? Yeah, we're going to start from the bottom, right? Uh, yeah, so the house Alrighty. is... Yeah, so scrolling okay. right up. Yeah, yeah, so this is the house that we need a sequel to. Um, which house do we think needs, as soon as possible, a sequel done for it because we think that it deserves it? And with that, this goes to Descendants of Destruction. Yes, and I, I don't know where the sequel would go. But out of the houses that we received this year, I think this one, yeah, could this definitely one could deserve. Be, this one could be expanded upon. I think a direct sequel. I think what we mean by that is like a sequel that says like literally Descendants of Destructions two type of thing. Yes, not like you know the loosely next, tied to right, not like another monster house that fits the the theme of Chupacabras. Like like not that's not what we're talking about. Like obviously we want to see more in that in that theme, but as far as like a direct sequel to the house we got this year, I think would work great. Um, descendants they, we need to explore this lore a little bit more uh, I think there's more we can do with it, uh, it rather than just what we got this year I think there's more we can do uh, there's more things we can we can explore about this particular yeah. story um, and give us more uh, a more uh, a more in-depth look at why why did they become what they became like why, why, why did humanity yeah what fall? happened like what happened in this particular and story? what happens next right what, yeah, exactly um, so yeah I, I I think I would I think the whole community, the community as a whole, would welcome uh, another edition of the Descendants story. Um, so moving on up now to best scare actor in a house. And this one again, much like the whole. This one was hard. Th- there's so many, there's so many good scare actors. different things going on, um, and this necessarily wasn't scariest character in a house. Um, I think just the most. Best, unique, unique iconic. Um, and, and for us, we're giving that out to the Fisherman's Widow from Dead Man's Pier. You know, playing the violin up there with the black light. Yeah, you she could looks see so her good. from two or three different areas in the house, yeah. which was really cool. They lit, her, they, they lit her just the right way. Yep. Um, her sound cues were awesome with the music playing. And you can yep. hear that when you walk in. You can hear it as you kind of go mm-hmm. through the house. And you finally, like, the thing is, it's one of those things where they could have just played violin music in, yeah. the, in the background. 
but they played it in a way where it actually felt like it was coming from where she was Mm -hmm. and it gets louder as you get closer to her and then they pay it off by showing her screaming in pain screaming in pain and and being on top of the ship and playing the violin and and looking at you menacingly and And adding to the story I mean she was the one that was summoning right it builds in the story too that was that was what summoned them back to the back to the the shore um but yeah, I mean, there was a lot of honorable mentions in there. Um, I personally loved the Grill Man, the Grill Daddy from <laughs> Descendants, and the little carnivore in his little shit bucket toilet. I honestly wish he wasn't. I only got to see him like once. Oh, okay, because yeah. he wasn't in it like the second like, or third time I went through there. Um, if I had seen him more, I may have had more it, of an opinion. Yeah, it wasn't much of a big interaction, but it was just I, I just he was I funny. liked the little area. Yeah, it, it was, was a fun it was little funny. area. Yeah. Um, also wanted to shout out the divers mm-hmm. and that awesome. Um, yeah. and Bungie, Bungie Dracula, Bungie, Bungie. Dracula. Yep. Um, I mean, we could go on and on about there's our so many scare actors, characters, so but, many amazing characters. I think the nurses in the weekend house are really cool. Yep. Or yep. Nurses, whatever the bathroom ladies, we'll call yeah. them that. Yeah. Um, they I, I just say nurse. They they remind me of the nurses from Silent Hill. They do, so, yeah. The, yeah um, bandaged up. They were they were one of my favorite ones. There's there's so many different scare actors. Uh, we're not we haven't even talked about like bugs yet, and like there's yeah. a lot of good scare actors in that one. Even though I only did that house once, but yep. that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> but there's just so many like things that you could talk about that would justifiably be considered best scare actor. Um, so that's why I think I can't wait to see everybody's lists because everybody's list is going to be different. Yeah. Um, so next up, we have another guest. We guest have presenter. another guest, dude. We're we're so popular. I feel so popular right now. Um, no. So this is going to be the best scare in a house. So this person sent us two files. Two. One says boring. Oh boy. One says says best version. <laughs> Which one do you think we're gonna play? Best. Obviously. I would have said boring. Right, everybody, now settle down. Hey, everyone, Hunter here from the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights, and I could not be more excited to hand out the award for Best Scare at Halloween Horror Nights 31. <laughs> you know, it's been a rousing year full of screams, laughs, tears, here, and people shitting themselves, and the winner faced some tough competition. Oh, you'll hear it. And that is why I am pleased to announce the winner tonight is truly the king of screams and the master of frights, the triple monster mash and universal monsters legends collide stop with the production guys we don't deserve it we're spider-man this is the slow mode and i and i watched the video for this and these nickelback is just the ultimate like stereo like it's exactly what you expect you still got the guy with the blonde spaghetti hair. Of course. You still got... And then the, the backup singer, the guitarist backup singer, has like the, the quintessential slick, long black hair <laughs> that's parted down the middle with the little like... Uh, the little chin piercing. Oh, Nickelback. <laughs> oh, oh Nickelback. boy. Oh, boy. Hunter knows how to hit me in the hit me in the feel oh, spots. God. Yeah, so Triple Monster Mash. That, yeah. I mean, that scare when it is... And it is tough because we did joke about... Um, not being able to get it all the time, but that's with everything in all these houses. You know, you're not gonna always get everything. But the last couple runs I had of Monster, I got it both times. Now, did I have to slow the line down a little bit? Yeah, I might have slowed the line a little bit, but it was worth it because you got on one side the the Wolfman coming out, the Mummy coming out, and it's cool because I feel like they got to a point where 
they almost tried to block you from walking out and giving Dracula time to swing in because you have to when you you walk in straight and you have to go left. Wolfman comes out from the right to push you to the left, but then the mummy came out on the left and he kind of stretches his arm out to you but almost covering the pathway and then just then out of the darkness like the Dracula swings out right in front of you is just like this is something that if you told me three characters simultaneously are going to be able to 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 nail this um, I probably wouldn't have believed you, but yeah, it's, it, I mean, I'm of the opinion that Dracula makes that scare what it is. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, and not just because he's on a bungee cord, but like he really does come out of, come out of the dark. Yeah. You don't even really expect it until it hits you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is, I think probably one of the few awards that you and I aren't going to be as close on because mm-hmm. I, all I appreciate it. I think it's really cool when it happens. Um, I just think that like, it really requires you to be Perfect. in a position for that to happen as you're walking through. And we all know that it's impossible for it to be that way for everybody at, at all times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it happens, it's, it's glorious. It's, it's awesome. It definitely makes up for some of the other scares in that house. Yeah. Um, because I feel like, and again, that's just, a, maybe it was just my run throughs. I don't know, but there were some scares that were really lazy, very much like, woo. Yeah. Woo. Out. There was two bull holes. There was like one house, a house and a half, I felt. And and I'm not going to say names because I I don't think that that was the general impression of them. Um, But unfortunately, the times that I went through them, um, it just felt a little lackluster. Yeah, no, Um, I hear you. And this is the awards show. We're not going to talk about the negatives, but no, um, we shouldn't. But yes, there was there was my close sec- my close second would be a couple of the grabber scares in Blumhouse. Grabber was I up think there. They were some of the best scares, at least personally for me. That yep. got me. Um, and there were a couple scares in the weekend house that really got me. The one that I put from the weekend that I absolutely love, the lady on the wall, the Velcro wall lady. Yeah. Um, it was just because I I I don't think, expect it. I think that was like kind of stroby when yeah. you walk into so like you really can't see their movements yeah until and they get me every time and even the uh, it's another, an uncomfortable scare too right and, the, and another runner-up that i don't think we have been on, even have on here is the second dude from coven who asks you what's the password yeah i mean it sounds like a he's joke. against the back like, you wall can see and him, he just kind of you think he's fake almost half the time and then he runs up on you goes what's the password like, yep. it gets you if you're not prepared if, for it yeah when he does that right like that was that's a good so, one and i think that was a good one too um, so. i had the triple mummy in there because there is a little triple boo hole yep um where that one mummy kind of just went all out um we had the bungee swimmer from dead man's who mm-hmm. like I, I feel like the first half of the season he was kind of you know getting the ropes of things you know no pun intended. Yeah, pun I mean that but, bu- like, that bungee's not as good as the Dracula bungee, no. but it's still it, it is it was pretty good. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's countless scares, but these are the ones that in particular stood out to um, stood out to us. Um, do you want to jump into the next one then? Yeah. So best set design is our next award, and this one is going to go to Dead Man's Pier. Yeah. I think this one is it is one of the few not even close seconds. Um, I for me, anyways, I think. <sighs> Uh, I think the set design in this house was bar none the it, best house. I mean, unfortunately, it kind of set the standard now for some sound stages yeah, I mean, for originals. I mean, think about it. I mean, when you first walk in and you get that cold New England snowy weather and you mm-hmm. and you really feel that, um, her statue uh, of, of, of the daughter, I mean, of, 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 the, of the wife, yep. um, the... the 
lighthouse, walking into that into that tavern. I mean, it, it feels like you're walking in a it, seaside yep. town in New England. It really does. And being from New England, we can don't vouch. we really can vouch for that. And it does feel like that in the dead of winter. I think it works so well. And then it, it did exactly what we wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. We wanted to walk down up here and have a huge ship right next to I wanted we I wanted, wanted to see ships in the distance. We yep. wanted to walk onto a ship. Mm-hmm. It did everything we asked of, we we asked for. Yep. And um, more. And more. Like it it was snowy, it was rainy, there was that gross fish smell which I mentioned. Yep. It was cold. It was and it the main set piece the when you walk out and you see the 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 wife playing the violin yeah, and just, you see the ship. It's just so, it's so beautiful. It was like probably the prettiest set of out of any house. Um, the scale I, was I just know. insane. It's, just, it's 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 hard to really try to explain more. It's just it's just it is. It it's going to be tough so to replicate good. that in future houses. It will be going very forward. hard to top that going forward. Um, but for runner-up, we decided to throw some runner-ups on these because there was a couple other houses that were yeah. just amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it's hard to not give this the runner-up is to um, Descendants. I mean, the fact that they got four subway trains they built four into subway a tent cars. house is just four. It, it just I, And one of them you don't even really see and it's unless so you like, unnecessary. <sighs> try to look for it. Yeah, the, the fourth one's so unnecessary because it's in the scene where you're walking through the subway, it's just on the other side. So it's literally there just so when you look out. Just to see through the windows. It seems like there's an extra. It feels like there's two subway tracks. And they didn't have to do that. They could have just left those windows blacked out. It could have been like a cement wall like you were in in one of the stations. Right. Um, But they didn't do that. But they didn't. And like not only with that, but like we talked about, like you had the little grill man area. You had the whole UV light area. You had the first patch where you're walking in and it's all the batteries. Like the the design in this house was just, it, it was... Pretty, it was pretty it top felt notch. like you were going underground. I yeah. mean, it really gave you the impression that you were going into a subway system and underground. It, yep. it really did work well. And that's why, like, that whole walkway in is on a slight incline. To give you that So that way, every that other feeling. room, you're going, like you going down. down. Yeah. Um, so just such a slight, like, behind the scenes, like, in the back of your mind kind of thing. That's how far in depth they, they actually think about these things. So, um, yeah, I mean, just descendants... Descendants really um, took a different approach to things. It, it had that tight feeling um, as opposed to Dead Man's, but it's tough to, to beat Dead Man's um, in a set design matchup. Um, so next up, um, do you want to give out this one? Yeah. This is a fun one. Yeah, so this is also Might have a popper on this one. Similar. This is a, a big popper. Um, big popper. Oh, this is a big popper. Yeah, I thought yeah. we were saving those for the best time. house. Party time. But um, no, this got is, a couple more. So best, best costume design. Again, this one was really hard to pick. I mean, it's there were so many good costumes, and I'm honestly surprised we went we went this direction and not the other direction. Um, but our best costume design winner is Fiesta de Chupacabras. Woo! Oh, oh that one actually went off. Woo! Oh, these ones actually. Oh, those ones are cool. We totally just blew everybody's eardrums right, out. I'm we, gonna save we, this next one. We definitely need to like. Oh, I'll turn that shit down. Yeah, well, we warned you. We warned, <laughs> we warned you. That's eh, all right. Sorry, all right. headphone users. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Fiesta de Chupacabras. Um, the costumes in this house were really, really fun. Um, like the mask maker, the butcher. Um, just the, I, I, I thought alone, like just the different masks were such a fun approach to this house. Um, and just really set it apart from from the others. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it it's surprising a little bit to go this route, but I think that they did a really good job with the designs of um, the various different characters because there were a lot of different characters in yeah. this one. Uh, and then, of course, our close runner-up would be Dead Man's again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think solely based solely based on the divers. Yeah, because the divers. I think, I think they had really cool costumes. Yep. 
Um, and then, of course, all the other different characters. And the captain was really cool looking. The Again, captain was great. Uh, yeah. So it's just it was a it was a hard one to just kind of pick between the two. Um, I mean, you could very easily have been Dead Man's for both of those categories, but I think Fiesta deserves some love, and you know that's where we're gonna go with it. Yeah. All right. So the next up, we have another guest presenter. Oh, we have so many guests. So while I pull this one up want to announce what this one is going so to be this for. is the award for best interior facade it's so the best facade hello there my name is jonathan and i'm christy hey guys and we're here from the hung up on horror podcast to present to you guys the best interior facade award for hhn 31 that's right, and this is an exciting category because, as we all know, HHN 31 had a lot of really amazing interior facades. I mean, you had the forced perspective and the incredible lighting effects in Fiesta de Chupacabras. The massive sets and wonderful storytelling in Universal Monsters Legends Collide. The unforgettable pumpkin in that hallway in Halloween. <laughs> Classic. And the groundbreaking projection in the horrors of Blumhouse. It truly <laughs> is projection. a very tough choice. But, Jonathan, I think you have the envelope. Who is our winner? Oh, yes, the, the very real envelope in front of me. <laughs> the actual physical envelope. We mailed them out for sure. Right yeah, with, with the stickers. Exactly, and I'm picking it up with my hands and preparing to open it. Your physical hands. <laughs> Correct. As opposed to the non-physical hands. <laughs> so, the winner for best interior facade is... Hold on, i got to rip it open. All right, pulling it out now. Here it is. It's Dead Man's Pier. Yay! <laughs> now, I was incredibly shocked to see with this real paper in front of me <laughs> that it did not have Hellblock Horror because of the, I mean, because of the H alone. I mean, that H was better than anything in this year's event, if I'm being completely honest. It's truly a miracle. Best truly of all ages. But anyway, congratulations, Dead Man's Peer, and thank you so much to Fear and Beer Podcast for having us on. Absolutely, and if you want to check out our HHN podcast, Hung Up on Horror, in which we provide the most terrible of takes, you can find us jo at join the Club. Up on Horror on any podcasting platform, and if you want to find us on social media, Christy, where could they find us? Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hung Up on Horror. Ah, another fun little batch of people, Christy and Jonathan. Um, I was with Jonathan on the Catacombs episode a while ago, and it was just, I, I've listened to them for a little bit, but we haven't ever been able to interact, like, I don't want to say one-on-one, -on -one, because there was like a like 10 of us on that show, but um, just a fun time. But let's get back into the award. So, best interior facade, Dead Man's Pier. I mean, was there really a question? No, I mean I think maybe Halloween had a had a chance I mean, to potentially fun. take it because that house is really cool to yeah. see the Myers house. But I think that again, when it we've already kind of talked about it, when it comes to when you walked into that house, did you actually feel like you were in the setting that the house was going for? And I think with this one, it totally hit it. Yeah, the moment you walk into that house, you you are transported to a cold New England pier in the mm -hmm. dead of winter at night. 
with driving rain. I just it just it just felt like you were there. Yeah. Um, we do have a runner up again for this one, and this one it, it was close for me. Um, and the runner up, and, and I believe Christy was the one that mentioned this in in their introduction is uh, Fiesta de Chubacabras. Yeah. The way they they forced that perception of like the the landscape of the cityscape just kind right. of progressing backwards. Yeah. You had the sounds, you had the party sounds, you had the firecracker sounds, you had the mask maker right there, you had like the little chain link fence. It it just it. It did what Dead Man's did in, in a sense where you did feel like you were walking into not a haunted house. It felt like you were walking into the actual story itself. Um, the one thing, I mean, I know that facade is kind of the visual, but for me what really put it over with Dead Man's we talked about was the temperature. It, it just it, it completely encompassed you into that area. Um, so it, it was tough to not give it to Dead Man's Pier. So we did best interior facade. Shall we jump over to best exterior facade? And there really wasn't many exterior facades this year, but we no, felt like we still needed to give one out because there weren't it was a lot. Um, but this one would have probably won regardless because yes. I think that it just it works so well. And it was. Uh, sorry, I'm losing my track of mine here. Sorry, <laughs> hold on. Oh, duh. Sorry, I got lost. This is what <laughs> happens when I look at lists. No, the best exterior facade goes to Descendants of Destruction. Yep. Um, it's where Puppet Theater was last year, so they have plenty they do of space a great job to, put something, to put something there. Uh, and for a sprung tent, it totally um, masks that. You don't even realize it's a sprung tent no, not at, at all. At all. Um, and it feels like it isn't because there's so much inside of it. Yeah. And when you first walk in, you're like, holy shit, like, this, is a, this isn't a tent. Um, but yeah, so the, front, the, the facade lo- works really well. It feels like it's post-apocalyptic. post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. It feels like society is crumbled grungy dirty gross um and then we decided to give a little runner up i think it's probably the only other house with an exterior facade but uh that goes to bugs for their cute little buzz con sign yeah i mean Um, i I mean again it was fun people might like that one more it was fun because it was fun and it gave off that 50s vibe and it played the 50s style announcer Mm -hmm. and music and that sort of thing but i think it fits all right so do you want to announce the next one because we have our final guest presenter another guest our final guest holy crap we're so popular yeah so this is the most fun house uh which house did we have the most fun with um which one did we maybe not quite as quite not good enough to be best house but still we had a really good time with it yeah um and it did exactly what we wanted it to do so we will go over to good evening everyone before we announce the next winner how about a round of applause for our esteemed hosts and venerated guests thank you yes thank you thank you thank you so thank you thank you my name is dakota from the horror nights gauntlet and cathode coaster and i am joined tonight by absolutely no one to present the award for most fun house but what is fun is fun quantifiable is fun objective i don't know the answer to these questions but i can tell you that f is for friends who do stuff together u is for you and me and n is for anywhere and anytime at all down here in the deep blue sea the nominees for most fun house are well, they didn't actually tell me the nominees, but it is a safe bet that they are the same ten houses in every category. <laughs> Not I see wrong. Bugs looking around the room anxiously. Legends collide. Looks like you've had a few drinks tonight. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I bet we will see you at the after party. <laughs> we have the envelope, and the winner is the weekend after hours nightmare. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yes. Thank so- you, Dakota. 
the weekend most fun house i feel like this is definitely one of your your this up is up your alley so why don't you go off on it uh yeah bit. i mean i'm totally comfortable giving it the most fun house i don't i can understand why we wouldn't give it best house i don't think it was necessarily the best house um but for me it was a close second um ooh, i see what you're doing there um i think it it had a party vibe which is exactly what you wanted from it. Um, it did exactly what I wanted it to do. It felt like a fever dream. It felt like walking through somebody's basically living, waking nightmare. Um, and it fit the theme of his music videos. Uh, I know that some people don't like that. Some people felt like it was it was boring or, or there's so many more things they could do with it. I think that it, for what they were going for, I think it captured the essence of what his music is. It captured the essence of what he was going for in his music videos, and it kind of just, you know, it, it worked. And I and I like when people take a swing at something, mm-hmm. and I felt like that's what they did. They really took like a swing on this and said, "How can we make this work as a house?" And I think it worked out. I think it, I think, I think it was, I think it did exactly what it set out, set it out to set out to do. And that doesn't mean it didn't have good scares either. I think it had great scares. There were a number of times in that house There's that a, you're like, "Whoa!" A shit. lot of good scares. Um, a lot gorier than I thought. Yeah, and I think you know, piece that together with the music. I think it just it came together for one crazy experience. And you could tell. I mean, you wait in line for that house. It was a party. Everybody was having it's fun. Everybody was singing, party music, in that dancing. Um, um, yeah, I don't. I don't think that you can necessarily debate that this is not a fun house you can say if you you can say that it doesn't belong you could say that you didn't enjoy it you can say whatever um and and like dakota said is it quantifiable is it, it no it is a it is very right. unfair. it is our opinion so i mean you can't necessarily say this for everyone but i i think for the most part the majority would agree that this is a very fun house and that's the part that really made this a scary house which i've said before is that the the music and the dance vibe you know, music is like a safe haven for people. So when you hear the song, it, it takes you out of the fact that you're in a haunted house. And you start dancing and singing, and you're like, ooh, touch, right. touch, 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 touch. Yeah. And then, bam, that's when you get a scare. So, like, it used the music <laughs> It used the music against you. It used it, it effectively. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, for the most part, it, it, it did exactly, like I said before, it did what it set out to do. Probably want to stop playing that because we're going to get freaking <laughs> we're gonna get, copyrights struck on, on YouTube. But, get, uh, get pulled. No, I think that I think that I can totally understand why people wouldn't like it. I get it. Um, like, and, I, and, and I think it's fair to say that, you know, if, you know, he may not necessarily be what you think of when you think of Halloween or when you think of horror, but I think that I can appreciate when somebody when, when 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 someone takes a swing on something and actually tries to make something different and mm-hmm. no doesn't just give us the same, you know, you know four houses or five houses of just like three or four different slasher killers or something yeah. like that. Like I, I'm totally fine with the IPs, but like I think this one is at least at least they tried something different. It's different is fun. I mean, it's it, granted. I mean, it, my way my look at it I look at it this way. If you're gonna give Rob Zombie a scare zone specifically for his music, yep. I don't see why you can't do a scare zone or a house for some for other artists if mm-hmm. you know, if A they agree to it and B their music fits the theme of, of Halloween. And I think yeah. a lot of weekends music does. Yeah. And it really it, does. And that's the thing too, is like the music I don't I don't know I, I don't listen to the lyrics as much because like when you listen to blinding lights, I don't think the music is necessarily horror. 
But when you watch the videos, that's where it really takes that next well, right. step to like, okay, I now yeah, and if in this I mean, tone, if you do, I understand. If you do invest some time in looking into the lyrics, it does match a lot of what's going on in the video. And yeah. a lot of it is pretty dark. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've stated before in other episodes, I think that it may not immediately come off or sound like darker music, but he definitely is speaking of deeper topics, topics that most pop artists won't touch because it's not... You know, it's not usually something that they're going to talk about. Like, yes. I think with his music, it's very much from his, you know, experiences, and I think they tend to fit that theme of of, of a darker look at L.A., a darker look at the music industry, mm-hmm. a darker look at just being somebody that happens to be famous. I think there's a lot of things that, you know, <laughs> that you can look at and say that man, that really does seem like a horror show. So yeah, I think it worked great. I think the house worked out great. I I think. Like I said before, my expectations were going to be hard to top because I was already expecting quite a bit, uh, and I think it met those expectations. I think for someone like you, I think it blew away the expectations that you had. Yes, yeah, um, it definitely exceeded the expectations. And I think I for a lot of people, it was the same in that in that manner. I think a lot of people were expecting mid; they weren't expecting a whole lot, and yeah. it definitely exceeded those expectations. I'm sure that there were a number of people that went there specifically for that house, mm-hmm. and that's what they cared about. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, I. I'm totally comfortable giving it most fun house. Yeah. Um, and we did do a runner up for this as well. And again, this is a most fun is coming from our perspective, your perspective. Well, you didn't have, no, this wasn't your runner up. I was not, I did not have, you oh, didn't have fun? oh, 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 I, I, no, I mean, I had fun. going. I would have probably given this, this one closer again. to runner up for best house. But okay. That's just me. Okay. Um, I'm not saying I didn't have fun with it, Yeah. but I feel like there are other houses that I think were more, Fun, fun than this one specifically. So the one that I decided on that I had a lot of fun in was revisiting Halloween again. You know, the classic 1978, right when you go through the first frame, you hear the Michael, and then you get into the scene, you know, just that long hallway with the the, <laughs> the music playing, the yeah. logo up top. I just, it was just, it was nice seeing something, you know, rarely because the lines were two hours long, but it was nice, like, that cornerstone of Halloween. Yeah, I get that. Um, I think I think my runner-up for fun would be Fiesta. Fiesta. Okay, I, I think can, there I were. Totally I think there too. were a lot of set pieces or a lot of effects in that house. The little firecrackers. Made it fun. The firecrackers. Yeah. The body sliding away. The body sliding away. A lot of like the the moving things that the chupacabras. The in, little like, puppet. Like the yeah. different things. The puppets themselves. Oh yeah, the chicken coop the and animatronic. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was so many things in that house that you didn't need scare actors for. No. And it still gave you a, a fun experience. A yeah, yeah. So. it is definitely a fun house. Um, so let's jump up into this one. We are down to our final three awards. Big ones. So big, big ones. Best cast, as in best group of scare actors. Best group of characters in a house. Most energetic. Most just kind of over the top. And then I, I think we probably kind of talked about this previously as well. But the the cast of this house really made it. Um, yep. And the award for best cast goes to Universal Monsters Legends Collide. Um, they definitely brought this house to a new level. They, yeah. I, I think that, and I, I know it, it's, I think you agree with the fact that the, the cast itself was a, was a shining moment. I do. This house. I think they're the only, they were the only reason to, to experience this house. Yeah. I'll say that straight up. And, yeah. I, and you can be mad at me all you want, <laughs> but they're the only reason this house w- was, was worth it. I mean, I, Again, I don't want to take anything away from the set design. I think it was decent set design, but I feel like the cast was what brought it to life. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have a good cast in there, it could have easily been a lot more boring. Yeah, if it the cast very like just 
blah. If they didn't go as hard as they did, I wouldn't have frequented this house as much as I ended up doing. Right. Um, so yeah, I, they, they, we can't really say enough, um, about them. Here's your little, your little plastic yes, skull plastic that skull. you're going to have to share with. And then the reason why I, I can people. understand why they went best house or how the house of the year, house of the year yeah. is because the scare actor has totally carried that house. Yeah. No. Um, but we did do a runner up for this one as well for runner up. We gave it to descendants. Um, yeah. I thought the cast in this one was really fun as well. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of like how close can they get to my face without touching me? And they push the boundaries. Yeah, here and I feel sure. like this is also another house where the cast. I mean, not to say the set design was bad in this one either, um, but I think the cast made this one they a yeah. lot better. This was another house that was like like we talked about as a biggest surprise candidate. Yeah. Um, you know, we didn't know much about it, and I'm sure they didn't necessarily either. Um, so they just kind of had to work with what they were given, and then after a couple of weeks, they kind of got into the groove of things, and then realized, oh, okay, I get this a little bit yeah. more now I, I now i understand um so yeah no they had fun with it i had fun with it every time i walked by the the grill daddy's poop bucket i had a nice little chuckle because it was always a security <laughs> guard standing in front of it um no it was just a fun house um so do you want to jump up to this next one because this one is all you this this awards all you <laughs> so nick nick had to give this one to me because we all know that this really wasn't the scariest house, but so the scariest house award goes to bugs eaten alive. Woo! Oh, and the crowd goes. And now you're all going. Like, Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> listen, listen. For some people, Seamus. Let's just say I've never seen him laugh harder in a house than when he went through bugs with me. The one time I went through bugs, um, I'm pretty sure the whole time I was like. Shit, Christ, fuck, ah, and I'm freaking out because all the little freaking twine touching my face and touching my back, and I'm freaking out, and I got bugs everywhere, and I hate bugs. Little plastic oriental training it bugs. It literally made me feel exactly how I knew it was going to make me feel, and I was like, there's no way. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to be fine. This is going to be okay. It's gonna be no, jokey. I literally went through this house one time. <laughs> one single time, and I didn't do it the rest of the season. Um... I don't blame myself and no shame at myself. And you can say what you want and make fun of me. That's fine. I don't care. I, yeah, no, that house literally gave me the heebie-jeebies. And I, I, the fact that I barely got through the lights on tour, like this, the, the unmasking the, the horror mm-hmm. tour, I'm surprised I got through that even. And yeah. that was lights on. So, yeah, uh, scariest house because Seamus is a baby and hates bugs. <laughs> Um, but our runner-up could also probably win this award too, justifiably, um, yes. which we give to Blumhouse yes. because I think that that house, again, also one that we could have given uh, most surprising to too. Yeah, um, yep, yep, yep. because we didn't expect a whole lot from it. No, and especially it, its past. Like, yeah, it just, the previous iterations weren't as well received. Yeah, it and did this so is... well, but I mean, at least the second half of that house, the black foam part of that house, the one part of the house that I thought wasn't going to be great, was probably one of the scariest houses this year it was the better half it was so unbelievably unrelenting very dark um very hard to see certain claustrophobic claustrophobic the grabbers had some of the best scares of the event uh and i will you know i will go to the end of the earth to to to, you know promoting that because i really do think that they tried really really hard because i think they were also much like monsters was given material where it's like you're gonna be in the black phone house black phone you mean the, the one ma- that, the, the one guy that, with the mask and an axe yeah and, that's, yeah, and the one that takes it? place in like one room yeah and they managed to 
instill dread the entire time. And the thing is, is like, it was one of those houses where no matter how many times I went through it and whether I knew the scares were coming or not, they got me every time. And I'm a hard person to jump scare because I'm usually anticipating it because mm-hmm. that's just how I am. And once you've been through a house, like you know where boo holes are. You start are. to anticipate things, and I just anticipate them to begin with. I'm one of those bad house 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 guests where I like, I'm constantly looking like around yeah. corners like, and where? shit. Like where I'm, are you? I'm waiting for it, um, and it it got me every single time I went to that house. So props to the characters playing the grabber in that house. You guys did great. And again, that's not taking anything away from. Freaky. I just think Freaky was definitely the the, the the more fun side of that house. Yeah. The more um, party. Side, yeah. The party, the side party of the house, vibe for sure. The party vibe. Whereas Black Phone was more serious, darker, and just it worked so well. So I think this one, although runner up here, I could see, see why we would have picked that one as best as scary as us yeah. too. So now on to this is the big the, one. The, this is this is definitely a, po- a popper one. Where's the good poppers? This is a good yeah, popper. We get a, Those cone ones. Be away good. from the microphone. We're gonna That's blow people's eardrums out. I'm gonna do two poppers. Two poppers. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go crazy for best house. Yeah, so this is our eardrums. best house award. And I don't know if this is necessarily gonna come as a surprise to anybody, but the pop is coming in three, two, one. Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake. This one didn't pop. It's got all the stuff right here. Oh, Look it that smells go. so bad. <laughs> oh, it's like, it looks like fog. I need it. I need it. Um, I, I, If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, I'm sure. I mean, it, it, we are objective. If this was a bad house, we still wouldn't have given it best house just because of how much we, we do appreciate it. Um, but no, I mean. Well, the reason it. And for us, best house is like. It's, it's not different from what other people yeah, have I mean, to justify we, it as. Again, it's very objective. We understand the justification for giving Monsters House of the Year. Yes. We understand that. But I think we look at it beyond just the beyond just what scare actors are capable of. I think it goes a whole bunch of things have to go into it. Set design, facade design, how well does it like I've said this already three times, but how well does it transport you to the place that you're going? I don't think Monsters did as good enough a job as Dead Man's did. It's transporting me to the setting, to the location of, you know, where we're supposed to be. Now, say what you will about the scare actors in this house. I think they did a really good job. I think that they did as best they could with with, with the scares that they were given. Um, and I think that there was a lot of variety in the scare actor costumes and the scare yep. actors themselves. Monsters, you had three scare actors. A mummy, <laughs> Dracula... And a wolf, and a wolfman, and the pharaoh, and okay, yeah, sure. but but side but characters. My point is, is that like those are your three scare actors. Those are the most distinct ones. Yeah, and I, and the thing is, is like for me, all of those things together make Dead Man's by and far the best house this year. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I, and I, and it's not just because we anticipated it being the best house or that we wanted it to be the best house. I think it truly was the best house because, as far as I'm concerned, I could have easily said the weekend. Yeah, because the weekend for me was like top one, top two or three. Yeah, behind Dead Man's, and it's close for me. Mm-hmm. I know for some people it's a little bit further apart, but that for me that's close. Yeah, um, but I can't not give it to Dead Man's yeah. because of all of those things that come together. Um, and this is not me just trying to hate on monsters. I get it. I understand. Like everyone's like, "Oh, you just hate monsters." Blah, blah, blah. No, I don't just hate the monsters house. <laughs> I, I just 
it just didn't speak to me. I yeah. didn't. I didn't like the story. I thought the story was stupid. Just fine. Make Sorry. your own. Make your own podcast and give monsters best. Right. House. I mean, and it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I can understand why you'd like it, but like for me, I'm just not a huge fan of it. Yeah. Um. I, I don't think even knowing the story, no matter how well the characters, no matter how well the characters did, no matter what they, no matter what they did, could not convey that story to me. No, no, no you're never gonna get the true full story of monsters right. going going through. But the with house. Dead Man's. I don't need someone to explain it. You to know me. what's going on. I know on. the story. They convey the story to me, um, in 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 both their words and their actions. I know what's happening. I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much like the movie The Fog. I mean, it gives you yeah. that same vibe of dead sailors coming to shore because of a siren's call. Yeah, and that's just to me. That's it's as close to a perfect house as we're gonna get. Yeah, I really do think that, and I'm not just saying that facetiously. I think it's as close as we're going to get to the perfect house. It's going to be very hard to top. We've talked about this already. I think it's going to be one of the hardest houses they find topping because of how well this one came out. I, I and I think the scare actors did a great job. I think the scare actors' costumes were great. I think it all just kind of fit into one great package. Yeah, I really did. I, we we've already talked throughout this whole episode about how much we love this this uh, this house. Um, yeah. So I don't know if we need to go more in depth on it, but I just it's it just it's going to hold a special place in my little black HHN heart for a while. Um, so our runner up, this one I think surprised both of us. I think when it by with averaging everything out, um, I think that we can both kind of agree on this. No, one. I agree with this. Yeah. Um, our runner up is very surprising. It's actually Blumhouse. It is Blumhouse. Yeah. I I had a lot of fun in this house. Um, there was good scares. The design was really cool. It was not repetitive at all, which is what we feared going into it. Um, and I and I distinctly remember that opening night where I walked in. I was like, okay, it's kind of cool, a little freaky projection, whatever. We go through freaky. We finish. We we take a we take a, a right turn, and we're entering a second house. And yeah. I and I get it that like you know they're abridged houses, but just that that initial feeling of being like, wow, this is a treat. It's almost like two houses. Like, and I know people like you, you have to combine it all as one house. But like, while going through it, I think the best that decision, feeling of two houses was just the best they split decision they made was giving that split. Yes. really breaking it up and saying, "Here's one half of a house. Here's another half of a house, and they're two different properties." I think if they tried to like mash it together in some way, it would never have worked. It would have been, been tough to translate that all. And it was nice too, like. Freaky started with the curse of them switching and it ended with them switching back. You go out and you go into Black Phone and you hear the intro of the grabber, you know, like the kids missing, blah, blah, blah. And it tells the entire story of both of these movies in two separate abridged houses. Um, and like I said, I do put them, you have to put them together because it is one house. But that initial feeling when you first walked through it, much like when I initially walked into Dead Man's Pier, I was like, this is everything I've wanted. When I walked into that little area before entering black phone i was like this this is special this it yeah. just it felt it felt like a little treat yeah wow i would agree so those are our hhn are 31 awards. beer in beer awards wow Whew. i can't wait to take this suit jacket off because i'm sweating yeah, it is. <laughs> profusely it's really hot wearing these two um but wow thank you guys all so much for listening thank you for the thank listeners you. that participated in our listeners awards Thank you to every single guest presenter um, that jumped onto the episode, yep. sent us in a recording. 
um, and, thank you and Universal. Made this, yeah, made this special. Thank you Universal for for another event. Thank you for everyone behind the scenes. Thank you to all the scare actors, the designers, yeah. the crew, the food and beverage, every single person that makes you're this all, event happen. You're all winners. Yeah, like these words don't matter in the grand scheme of things. If think, I could afford one thousand little miniature plastic skulls, I would send yeah, you. Yeah, I think one. everybody, everybody. I mean, there was no bad house. There was no bad scare zone there was no bad scare actor everything was great yeah it's just varying levels of great and that's yeah. really what it comes down to and you guys give us something to look forward to and talk about for 10 months out of the year yeah um just to ho- just to just to sit here and wait and, and beg for september to come again because yeah. we just we love it so much it's what we love to do uh, so we definitely want to thank everybody who puts all their time and effort into making this thing happen. Yep. Um, if for whatever reason you are listening to this podcast episode and you are a scare actor in the scare zones and you haven't followed us on social media, um, follow us because I spent a majority of the season taking pictures, taking videos. So there's a good chance that I have some of you. So yeah, why don't you look around up in a picture? Um, if you if you do buy any, if you want to see if I have some, by any means, please reach out. Um, I have some other videos that I'm going to be editing, and hopefully those will be out shortly. But like you were mentioning, talking about Horror Nights all the way through, next week we will be back. And we're already doing our way too early HHN 32 oh, Christ. speculation. I know. There's nothing out there to speculate about, but this is a fun, another fun episode that I, I love enjoying. We already got one announcement. So. Yeah, I love doing um, because we, we generally are, are we, we're, we're wrong nine times out of ten. But the fact that I can put something out in you know November and then come August be like oh shit we called this um, it's fun so I can't wait to like kind of do some research check what's coming out try and dig through some stuff and see how many things I could actually get right because um, we did get like two or three things correct last year and we put it out in, in October last year we did um, so I'm excited for that so be sure to check us out next week we're gonna do our way too early. Uh, predictions for HHN 32 but until next time this is Nick and this is Seamus the monster hater happy HHN 31 awards where's the little audience clapper guy there he is let's get him one more time we'll see y'all next week you know it's Halloween I guess everyone's a tad a little bit scared and again i would just like to thank vampire stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music so if you would just go check him out spotify facebook again that is vampire stepdad